Welcome to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast. This episode is a special Mother's Day interview with Sister Keller. We believe it will be a blessing to all mothers and to the rest of our listeners. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at nlcclancaster.com. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. It's so wonderful to get to be here with you, Mom, and spend some time with you on this Sunday morning. If your mom's not with you today in the room, be sure to FaceTime her, send her a message, call her. I know we're trying to stay distant and can't all be together, Um, but if you're able to, please just drop your mom a message and tell her how much you love her. And mom, I know that some are dealing with with loss today and um, maybe just share how you can remember your mom if she's not with you. Amen. Uh, Mother's Day holds lots of incredible memories for me. Um, My mom's been gone 31 years this year, but there's not a day, hardly a week that goes by that I don't think of something she used to do, something she said, uh, what she may be doing today if she would be here. She would be about 98 years old now, Uh, but uh, she was a powerful woman of prayer, and I miss her a lot. And so if you don't have your mom with you today, Hang on to those sweet memories that you have. And that's why we had them as long as we did to create those memories. Because when God gets ready to call them home, that's what we have to hold on to. So if you're having Mother's Day without your mom, uh, enjoy your kids. Enjoy those that you're surrounded with. But hang on to those sweet memories that God gave us uh, to have of our sweet moms. It's so good, Mom. Speaking of memories, we are definitely in a memorable time in our lives, and uh, it's just been a little crazy the last couple weeks um, dealing with this global pandemic, and especially I think a lot of our moms have had to uh, deal with it in different ways, becoming uh, homeschool teachers, and yes. you know maybe jobs have shifted, and now working at home, surrounded by family members, where they used to be, maybe in a place that was a bit more isolated and quiet. Uh, it just might feel a little bit more crazy. Um, so, mom, just talk to us for a minute on um, how to navigate life's unexpected twists and turns. Be it from a global pandemic, or maybe it's from a situation that it happened to you uh, in life growing up. How do you handle those unexpected moments? Well, I think in in these times that we're living in, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. There's a lot of of how this happened and how we ended up in the middle of it and those things. And I've told my children during this time, I can just hear the words of my mom say, just be ready. Be ready for God. He could come today. He could come tomorrow. He may come next week. Just be ready. So I... uh, of course, I've been quite busy during this time. Uh, we have laughed a little bit about it that the extroverts are going crazy because they don't have anybody to be with, but that us introverts that are different and kind of on the backside of doing things, I think we've been busier than ever. And so in, in that thought, um, I haven't really had that much time to think of being in three different remodels and doing things at the house and and at the church and doing things is to have enough time to think 
what all is happening. And I was teasing myself the other day and I said, what virus? Is there really a virus going around? I've been so busy. I, I just do my thing because I trust God enough that no matter where he brings us to, he's going to bring us through. And so I hear the words of my sweet mom saying, just be ready. So I'm going to be ready because if the trumpet sounds tomorrow, I want to be ready to go. But it does bring about a global crisis can bring about many, many different things, especially for the woman in the home. And whether you're single, whether you're married, divorced, widowed, you're a grandmother, you're a mom, whether you are foster children, wherever you find yourself in life. Mm-hmm. Just be ready. Trust God that he's going to bring you through. I know we could sit here for hours and think of all the things that this crisis has brought on. Mm-hmm. But in times of trouble, plead the blood. Ask God to put a covering over your home, yourself, your family, and he will do just that. And I know how it feels to go through not so much a global crisis, but in the crisis of a divorce and coming through situations in our life. I was in a car wreck when I was nine years old, wasn't expected to live. If I did, I would be crippled. If I uh, was not going to be crippled I, I, or I wasn't supposed to walk, I would be crippled and one leg would be shorter than the other and all this. And here I am by the grace of mercy in God. So through those times of crisis and through those difficult seasons in my life, I'm sitting here on Mother's Day 2020 because of the grace and mercy of God. So we're going to look back, I believe it with all my heart, on this day and these weeks that we have tried to navigate the best we know how and keep our spirits right and keep our, our attitudes in check and come out of this knowing God was full, well able to bring us through because that's just who he is and that's why we trust and lean on God. Amen. That's so powerful. Mom, I know your story, so I know the the things that you've gone through that that you just referenced as a kid. And what would you say? I know that that in that season of of pain and questions and your life was just turned upside down in your family and all of that. What would you say your mom had? that she has passed on to you? What's the greatest treasure that your mom had that you would you would say today? Well, Maya Angelou said to describe my mother would be to write about a hurricane in a perfect power. Mm-hmm. And so um, I can't even think about how my mother walked through situations that she walked through. I guess just her strength, her dignity, and she knew her God. And not only did she know God, God knew her. Mm -hmm. I never, ever laid my head on my pillow at night without hearing my mother pray. And so I think to the little four foot 11 powerhouse she was, Kristen was uh, six years old when mom passed away, but she remembers granny and she remembers the little powerhouse she was. So I think I will take from her that no matter what you face in life, You close your eyes and you trust your God and you pray your way through. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I'll fear no evil because he is with me. So don't think, okay, I'm in this tunnel. I'm, I'm going through this thing in life. And you look at the end of the, you think, oh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel only to find out it might be another train. <laughs> but no, there is a light at the end of the tunnel because God said in his word, you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death and you will come out on the other side because God will be the one to bring you through. Amen. So good, Mom. I know that I've seen it. I've heard about it with Granny and how she was so passionate about young people. And I've seen it in you um, getting to serve alongside of my mom all these years, her passion for people of every age, but even specifically the young people, you just have a heart for the kids and the teens and the young adults. And because they're trying to navigate those tough seasons that you went through and and you have something to say to impact their lives. So um, talk to us about, you know, we just talked about what granny passed on to you and what you passed on. Like talk to us about from generation to generation, what is your perspective? Perspective on one generation impacting the next? Well, I think there again, I, I got that from my mom. Um, and to quote Abraham Lincoln, the uh, adage that you've heard about moms, all that I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my mom. Um, there were many Sunday nights that my brother and I would be going out with the young people and we would offer to take mom home. Did she want to go out with friends? Did she want to go out with us? She always chose to go out with the young people. (laughs) And so I get that honestly. So to all of you sweet young at hearts and people that at my age, and I can't believe I'm saying this and now being 60 years old, I'm a young at heart too. Um, I love you dearly and thank you for the life that you give to New Life Christian Center and all of us. But my heartbeat is children and I think and teenagers because somebody took me in at 12 years old when my dad left Mm -hmm. and helped me through those and helped form me. It didn't just take the prayers of my mom, but they helped to form me into the person I am today. And so I think I I think to be able to watch my mom go through those trials and tests in life, Mm -hmm. but watching her trust her God beyond her understanding is something that I will never forget. And I love to teach and train young people that will hang on to God through their life, knowing full well that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly anything they could ever need. We don't always get our wants, but God always supplies our needs according to his riches and glory. And so she stood tall, even though she was only four foot 11, as I said a while ago, and had much faith that would bring her through when things looked pretty dim. So if I caught a glimpse of anything from my mom, it's that coming out of a crisis, and standing as tall as you can with integrity and character, knowing full well that God is going to be there uh, anytime that I need to call out to him. So I pass that on to young people of life may not turn out the exact way you expect it to, but no matter where you're at in life, God is with you and he is there also. Amen. You've you've talked before about um, seeking after, and, and what would you encourage um, every mom, every young lady, every uh, seasoned saint, everyone? What would you encourage us to seek after today uh, in regards to desiring what the generations that have gone on before us had? 
I think um, I, that reminds me of a portrait that when I was a teenager, about 15 years old, uh, we ended up in Austin, Texas, and were privileged to go to Pastor Kenneth Phillips Church when I was a teenager. And um, after my husband and I got married, we went back several times to preach uh, for Brother Phillips. And in his office on his wall, he had a portrait. And at the bottom, it was a, a, a gentleman sitting on a rock and sheep were at his feet. And there was a caption at the end of the portrait and it says, do not walk, I'm sorry, do not seek to follow in the footsteps of men of old, but seek what they sought. So today in that reference, I do not seek to get my mother's accordion out or my dad's bass fiddle and sing the way they sang, but I do seek what they sought. And so I do seek the mantle that rested upon my mother. And because I don't want to ever underestimate the power of the mantle of prayer mm -hmm. that she carried or the mantle of the covering of the former generation that go here to New Life Christian Center. It's that changing of the guard and it's the passing of their mantle to us. It's the transfer of anointing from one generation to the next. And I truly believe today that mantle and anointing has to be passed to the next generation for them to survive. If there's not a transfer of anointing, if the mantle doesn't get picked up, Generations will suffer, people will perish, and lives will be lost. So my legacy seed is always with me that has been passed down to me. Who I become as a woman, as a mother, is exactly what I will pass on to the next generation. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be very careful during this crisis, this global pandemic that we have found ourselves in, didn't see it coming, but I do not want to taint or tarnish my legacy seed because who and what I become during a global crisis could affect people down the road. So my decision to not just put it in the back of my mind and say, oh, my mom said to be ready, so I'm just going to be ready. No, I'm going to pray and seek the, the face of God so I know how to be ready in this crisis, but I am going to make sure that I can reach for those that may be having a difficult time during this situation. And I choose joy. I choose to be happy knowing that God has never left us. He's never forsaken us. This is his world. This is all of us. Everything we have, this church, this world, this globe, this everything belongs to God. He's going to take care of us. So I just choose to sit back and trust that. Yeah. It's not that I want to just check out and just, you know, put blinders on my eyes, but I really do trust Yeah, everything's going to be okay. Amen. And I'm so thankful that my mom trusts that everything's going to be okay because that helps me to trust that everything's going to be okay. As we close out this moment uh, here in our service this morning, I was thinking of the story of, of Ruth and wanted to share Ruth is the great grandmother of the awesome David that we read about know a lot about but I want to take a look at Naomi's story in the book of Ruth and I think her decisions as a mom and a mother-in-law uh, somewhat mirror where we find ourselves today um, she was dealing with loss and uncertainty um, navigating decisions 
just like we are right now. She was navigating these decisions that could tremendously impact her future and finding the best option for her was to trust a sovereign God that was in control. So if you look at Ruth chapter one, and I won't read every verse, but verses one through 13, it's kind of the story that sets it up. And, you know, she's married and has two sons and they go to Moab and, and move to Moab, if you will, and have lived there for about 10 years. And at this point, her husband and her two sons have died, leaving her with these two daughter-in-laws. And she tells them, you know, I'm going to go back home. Uh, I'm going to go back to the Lord, if you will, where I know he's blessing in Israel. And y'all go to your families and love you. And they exchange this moment of love. And we know, you know, Ruth says, hey, I'm going where you're going and your God's going to be my God. And, and it's so awesome. And I love that moment. And Ruth's attitude is so powerful mm -hmm. in that, that scenario. But we got to look at also Naomi and how she handled everything. Because when Naomi suffered the unexpected severe loss of, of her husband and her two sons, her response mm -hmm. in that moment, it mattered. Naomi could have stayed in Moab all of her life and wishing things were different, but she did something. She made a choice to receive what God had to give her. And the statement, the hand of the Lord has gone out against me that she makes, shows an obvious weight that heavily rested upon Naomi's heart and mind. She felt that calamity which came upon her family came because they were disobedient. They had left the promised land and married their sons to these Moabite women. And perhaps she was dealing with this guilt because she was the one who wanted to move out of Israel. Or maybe she was the one who pushed her sons to marry these Moabite women. But despite this feeling, Naomi decided to go back mm -hmm. to her God. Though she felt that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me, she did not grow bitter against God. She returned to him in repentance, knowing that the answer is drawing closer to him, not going further from him. Naomi did not accuse God of doing something wrong against her. If Naomi was bitter or angry against God, she probably would have gone another way, not turned back to God. But instead, she showed that she trusted the sovereignty of God and knew that despite her personal calamities, he is a good God who blesses. Man. As a mom, a daughter, a friend, you might feel as if you have not always made the best choice. But like Naomi, you have an opportunity to return back to what you know is true, to turn back to a sovereign God that despite your personal calamities is a good God that blesses. Amen. So I share with you number 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. We speak and pray yes. this blessing over you and your family today from generation to generation. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast.